0: Grassroots Podcast hosted by GreenIndustryPros.com, where we dive into the root of the trends, business strategies, products, and personalities in the green industry. My name is Ryan Wisner, editor of Green Industry Pros, and I recently sat down with Bill Furlong, founder and CEO of SquareStack. He is also the author of the book titled Amplify Your Business, Harness the Power of Apps to Save 10 Hours a Week and Reinvent Your Business. In this episode of The Grassroots Podcast, We talk about the challenges in managing all the technology it takes to run a small business and show you a solution in the form of green apps that can help simplify it for you. Let's listen in. Bill, thanks a lot for joining us today on uh, the Grassroots Podcast. Thank you. Uh, So to start with uh, today, uh, I already mentioned that you are a uh, CEO of Square Stack and you've written that book, Amplify Your Business. So could you just Start with uh, telling me a little bit about your background and and, uh, how that applies.
1: Great. Uh, Again, thank you for having uh, me today, and we look forward to working with green industry pros and launching uh, green apps. Uh, You know what? Uh, I'm a media executive by Pedigree, spent the first part of my career in the newspaper in the business publishing space like AC Business Media. Uh, But the second half of my career, I've been uh, an ad tech, martech, uh, serial entrepreneur. Um, Back in uh, the turn of the century, in 2000, I started my first uh, software company. Uh, We were venture-funded, and we had a nice exit selling to um, a private equity firm. Um, And the last company I was involved with was a a data company called Bizo, B-I-Z-O. And uh, we built that company into a $50 million Enterprise and sold it to LinkedIn. And it was at that company where I really got very familiar with the world of technology and the small business owner. Many of our customers there, uh, Ryan, were GoDaddy, Vistaprint, um, Dell Computers, all of them, of course, addressing the small business market. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, since selling the company to LinkedIn, Guess what? I started a small business. I, I'm an angel investor, a consultant, an author. Um, uh, and I had all these bits of software that I was using to run my business. And so I, I lived the pain of many landscape small business owners. And that is you've got a proliferation of tools and how do you uh, uh, optimize that investment? Uh, So, my background is not as a technologist. My partner is the CTO, MIT credentialed, and uh, he builds the things. Uh, I guide the business and and build the relationships with uh, various market segments that we serve, including uh, our excitement about serving the landscape industry with uh, you as the partner.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Okay so uh to to that end uh then so you've had your experience with the uh the small businesses and and, and have come across the whole concept of using the business apps to to run that small business yes. and it's uh through through my uh research into you actually i came across uh, i think what has got to be my favorite quote that i've heard so far yes. is uh you saying i feel that if a small business doesn't adopt the cloud they're toast
1: yes <laughs> toast as in very well done toast. Uh, and and the reason I, uh, really believe that is that, uh, let's step back a second, right? Ryan, we, we've just, uh, went through a year of hell, right? All all businesses, but specifically small businesses with COVID, uh, the disruption of physical face-to-face working, which I'm sure in this industry was, uh, especially painful. Uh, and, uh, the, emergence of what is called the cloud right Every most people know the cloud exists in terms of software but basically it's reinvented everything we do in the way we work um, and it's made it affordable more efficient but what comes with all that is just uh, an overwhelmed sense of you know what can i do what can i afford and uh, my my uh, position on that statement really reflects the urgency now uh, because of COVID. Uh, by the way, uh, the CEO of uh, Microsoft, Satella, uh, uh, said that uh, his company realized 24 months of digital transformation in less than six months last year. So the urgency, the must do versus nice to do, has, has accelerated that. Mm-hmm. So. The small business owner who still have not uh, committed to the leap of embracing software as part of their working operation, it's gonna be hard because their vendors now are demanding that they go on their software platforms, don't send us a fax anymore, don't call us. Their their workers are increasingly becoming gig workers and uh, uh, working through software systems themselves. We have the generational divide where Zillennials and Millennials are web-first and then lastly, your customers, for God's sake. Uh, They would prefer an emailed quote for services versus like our current landscaper, who will go unnamed today in in, uh, DuPage County in Chicago, Uh, he still delivers a handwritten estimate under our door so again he does great work and and this is where we're going to talk about the division between being a craftsman which is why you started your business Mm -hmm. and being a business owner which what comes with it is the administrative pains and necessities that you just have to embrace more fully
0: right right well and that's and that's that's a good point is um it's interesting to hear that you say your landscaper does still uh put out those handwritten notes, and, yes. and uh, we were just talking before we got started here in, in this discussion about the idea that uh, landscapers in general, seem there is kind of that divide yes. of, of there's that generation that has been in business for 20, 30 years, that they're still doing things by paper. I mean, they may use, say, QuickBooks, they may use unapp, right. right. or maybe even two. But like you're saying, when you started up your own business, how many were you using? Probably fifteen, twenty of them. Exactly at yeah. any given time.
1: Yeah, and I, I will, you know, uh, take the, uh, you know, the hit that I'm an early adopter. I'm sure. in the technology business, but it's it's funny how old habits die. In terms of being, you know, a boomer, uh, grew up in a, a a corporate media setting where you had all your tools given to you. Well, once you start your own business you've got to operationalize the whole thing so so certainly millennials get that that i could start my business with six apps and 89.99 a month for all of them whereas the uh, boomers it's it's a much uh, it's a it's a cultural it's a uh, sort of dna level change that they may not be able to make but i will make the appeal today in our meeting that they should kick the tires if they want to stay in business you know, a few more years. And, and I'll relate another personal story, uh, Ryan, is our uh, turf uh, management uh, company, great guy. He's probably got six employees. He's my age, uh, but he's completely automated. Tree and turf, they're called. I, I will give him a plug. But, <laughs> but he, uh, he, uh, uh, we get an email for the full year program. So it's like an opt-out. Mm-hmm. So he literally automated his full-year contract in revenue through email, through his his uh, uh, turnkey system, and he sends us newsletters about caring for the grass. So he's embraced an email uh, platform, an uh, e-commerce platform, a CRM platform, all behind that, that he had someone teach him, or he learned himself, which is... Probably the more likely path, mm-hmm. and he's probably paying thirty, forty dollars a month for all those software tools, and he uh, closed a thousand-dollar contract on one email. So that just gives you sort of a, a reflection of of the power of software sure. in automating one's business.
0: Well, and that's the that's the uh, interesting point too that you bring up is that he had all those different things uh, versus. Uh, I mean, uh, we conducted a survey recently and found that uh, they're not necessarily looking for those all-in-one solutions. I mean, there's a couple out there. um, Real Green Systems, like Toro, uh, Toro's uh, Horizon 360 has one. Um, LMN is pretty close to being an all-in-one, and so is Aspire, and and they're all good. But it's for the for those smaller businesses. That have those only ten or less, or you know, even a little bit bigger than that, but not much. They don't. Those are a little bit more expensive. Exactly. To to have that. Okay, here's that all-in-one solution, but you're paying two hundred bucks a month. You yes. Know, so, or something
1: so like that. A great point. And and certainly, with Green Apps, uh, which we're bringing to the market the, uh, this spring, okay. uh, to to our subscribers of of Green Industry Pro, pro professionals uh, is. Uh, we're agnostic, right? Uh, and what I mean by that is is that uh, you could take your existing three apps or 20 apps and consolidate and aggregate them into one user uh, password, uh, username and password. Okay. It's called single sign-on. So uh, you could have Google Analytics, you could have Zoho, CRM, uh, MailChimp. It doesn't matter. We have the ability to integrate all those apps into one place. Okay. And that's not only uh, to most small business owners in, in many other markets we work in, like salon owners and, and car repair shops, is that you know what they're they're sort of happy with the existing apps they have. Sure. And secondly, the pain and time needed to move from one platform to another, right? Is is it's opportunity cost. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, where if you could save a half save a half hour a day. By getting more uh, streamlined data and reports, that half hour becomes uh, monetizable out in the field. Oh, absolutely. And again, I think uh, part of what we talked about in preparation today, uh, Ryan, was uh, many landscapers join the business because they're craftsmen or Mm craftswomen. They want to be in the field. They want to see the vision of their client and make it happen in physical outdoor work I think I've got that right yes Uh, you you definitely do yeah yeah. I mean the landscape the
0: the initial push to be a landscaper is I mean so often I mean how many stories have I already heard where it's uh, oh I was a high school kid and and got a mower and started mowing people's lawns and you know and then it builds from there where they start being able to design stuff and it and it continues and continues where now they're doing the design build part they still like to get on that mower, right but now they have four or five employees
1: and by the way, that design part—I bet a lot of it's software now.
0: It sure is. Right.
1: Absolutely. So, so see how software is just creeping in. Yep. Back in the old days it was probably uh, you know handwrite sketches of uh, the the lawn. Oh, sure. Uh, and, and you're
0: you're walking the lawn with with the customer and going, well, this is the kind of plant I would suggest here, and you're just rough drawing it out. I right? mean, right. it's and it's bare bones drawing. Now there's I mean there's programs where they're using uh, Google they don't even go to the property. They're using Google Maps, right. sending a, draw, drawing it out on Google Maps and then sending that image right. to the customer saying, this is what I can make it look like. Right, and, and, and here
1: uh, we use a fancy word in our industry, disintermediation. So what's gonna happen in this market, I guarantee, is that the uh, enthusiast consumer is gonna do it themselves, DIY, right? They're gonna work with the Lowe's or the Home Depot and use a, yep. there are lots of software in our research that consumers use to design their own gardens, etc. Sure so they're going to bypass the local uh, landscape, uh, who's referred word of mouth from the neighbors, you know, all that, sure. they know more than I, but clearly it's about the neighborhood and your reputation, et cetera, that's key. Right. Well, they just may not be needed. Uh, so that's another reason why you need to embrace software is because your consumer, your customer might do it themselves. Even though we know that that's probably not the right way to go. Uh, well,
0: and, it's, but, and to your point earlier about uh, referencing 2020 and the whole uh, connection to the pandemic, that even proved that more so because with everybody at home, what happened? Well, a lot of people were buying... Uh, buying their own mowers, buying their weed whackers, yes. and buying that outdoor p- equipment. But subsequently, they were also building patios and doing all that stuff. Now, in some cases, it, uh, for the landscape industry, it was quite a good year Yes, because a lot of that stuff was outside stuff and they were hiring them to do some of that building stuff. But at the same time, it was also a, a revolution of, oh, well, I can do some of this stuff myself. Right.
1: Right, and and, uh, I probably should have shared more early on at the intro, but our company SquareStack, you know, we are the software platform that powers uh, green apps, and from our other market learnings, uh, what we have found is that um, not only, you know, the consumers downstream you have to worry about, but the vendors in your marketplace. So, I've read in in the pages of GIP uh, is... uh, you have companies like De- John Deere uh, who are collecting data from the, uh, the machines. It's I- IoT, mm-hmm. I- Internet of Things. And again, maybe a lot of landscape owners don't know this, but I know a lot that do, is that the, they're they collecting all the sort of me- uh, mechanical uh, predictive uh, uh, maintenance data mm-hmm. from all those machines. Yep. So they're trying to preempt the service capabilities uh, of local repair shops and for the actual owner of the equipment, the landscaper, mm-hmm. on how to maintain his own tools. Yep. So you have you know, both sides of the market coming at you, the small business owner, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, uh, on both sides, right. you where know, they're using software. And so again, it's just a matter of just, where are you in your career and your business? Are you gonna hand it off to your kids? Are you going to sell it to a competitor? Are you going to uh, retire and close it down? If you're five, 10 years left in your career, you, you should jump on the bandwagon and, and embrace software. If not, if you're a few years away, maybe I'll get, get it. But you sure. know clearly, uh, with the acceleration powered by COVID, uh, it's very apparent. And, and uh, we mentioned generational as well. So, looking at uh,
0: landscaping businesses in particular, um, I mean, and I, and I think uh, for the most part, they're pretty similar to just in general small businesses. Yes. So, uh, um, so I think the answer is fairly, fairly general here, but what would be some of the general software tools that, yes. that you're talking about that they should be looking into? Yes,
1: so, so we, we are fortunate and humbled. Uh, we are, we're partnered with the uh, National U.S. Chamber of Commerce. And so uh, we provide our tool to members of their association. And we've done a lot of research with them, and the SBA uh, is part of their, uh, their ecosystem. Sure. And so the research uh, from last year shows that the average small business in general, and we're talking about uh, uh, small business defined by the SBA is 100 employees or less. Right. But, but really, where we're targeted, uh, in serving is under 50, mm. with especially good focus on 10 employees and below, micro-businesses as they're called, yeah. Yeah, right? And so let's take the micro-business segment. The average number of apps or business software tools they have is six. And that those six are predominantly the following. It's a uh, accounting software system, T- typically it's QuickBooks. QuickBooks. It uh, could be zero X X-E-R-O, zero. Uh, it could be ADP, but clearly QuickBooks owns that market, uh, part of Intuit. Uh, and then it, uh, the bank and credit card, line of credit uh, companies follow that. And again, those, you may not think of those as software, but they're digital portals that, that are software themselves. But you're conducting all your transactions, your business, via those tools. And then uh, followed by those are typically an ESP, email service provider, uh, marketing and social media tools. So uh, many landscapers use Facebook as their homepage or they, they built their own websites through Wix or GoDaddy. And that's another piece of software. Okay. And then you have uh, your your regular social media accounts, uh, where you're running marketing, and so marketing and finance lead that first half dozen. Sure. Right. And and, and what follows from there are uh, categories like HR, so ZipRecruiter, Indeed.com, uh, Zenefits. There's all sorts of tools. As you get more than five employees, you'll probably want to add.
0: Sure. And how hard is it for those micro-businesses because when you're that size, you're not going to have that IT director to organize all that for
1: you. Yep, bingo. (laughs) And and so uh, that's what we were built for, Uh, uh, GreenApps, powered by SquareStack, is for the uh, company that doesn't have an IT team. And typically what we see that that commitment, in in some industries it's different, but just a general rule of thumb is 50 employees. Sure. Uh, Once you get, you know, from one, a solopreneur, as it's called, there's lots of that uh, going out in other sort of professional services industries, consultants, accountants, lawyers, they're solopreneurs. Sure. Uh, but, But in this case, you know, when we look at landscaping companies, a lot of them will be small with a lot of contractors. Right. So there is a lot of software that they're using to manage time sheets and uh, assignments of of projects. Um, uh, And we have that data in the research report that we're gonna share with uh, your community. Um, But yes, uh, typically those small businesses can run a company without an IT director. So they depend on these software tools. And there are some companies like Insperity or Asperity and uh, Wix where you you can buy a suite of software tools and then as you mentioned earlier those who are really are committed and have a bigger budget will look to some of these new emerging vertical uh, one-stop services like Total Green Systems and uh, um, Toro 360. Right, but that gets pricey.
0: Yeah, that gets a little bit more expensive. I mean, and it's and like like you uh, were talking about, part of the challenge with that is even if they are using that those six or seven apps already, and they're looking at that opportunity to use an Aspire or Real Green or or Toro or Single Ops something more similar to that, it's a matter of okay, how easy is that going to be to integrate all that? Right. And so, is that another opportunity then? Uh, that you're talking about as far as with green apps, as far as that integration yes. opportunity where you not only do you have access to everything, but you put it on that single dashboard where there's there, there's all your answers,
1: the quick and easy. Bingo. Uh, great setup. Uh, it, 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 the dashboard itself, uh, everyone knows what a dashboard is, I believe, but just to refresh, sure. it's it's this console in one user interface of all the important data that courses through your business, right? Mm-hmm. And just like a global CEO of WW uh, Granger, you, the small business owner, the landscape business owner, can see all the data that's coming up from your accounting system, your marketing systems, your procurement, maybe your uh, orders with the, the uh, uh, local feed shop or, or, or uh, fertilizer supplier. So imagine being able to in the morning you have your cup of coffee or a or, uh, uh, quick energy drink, uh, probably a, a whole case of that, um, and you could see you know, how, many, uh, how much is in your line of credit, uh, where, uh, where the top deposits came in this month from clients, uh, w- what jobs are open or closed, all in one place. So we give that unified picture from your already existed, invested in software that no one else can. And I can't imagine any small business owner who's a craftsman uh, uh, first, could sit down in the morning, see what his business is doing, feel a bit comfort or not about his business, uh, grab a fact or a a, a sound bite for his team, uh, and go to to his day in the field, uh, in the yard, Confident about his business. Uh, I mean, uh, by the way, the research we did, Ryan, I I know we talked about this earlier, the average investment in software uh, a month by this community is -hmm. about $150. Okay. So that's, you know, when you look at rent and labor costs, your own salary, you, you know, it's not a small investment, but it's not the biggest. Right. So if you can. Make sure that $200, $150 works harder uh, and, by the way, this is the sales plug, I guess, is it's $10 a month after a free trial. Well, most markets we go into- For, for green apps. Yes, for yeah. green apps. That $10 more to make that other 200 work harder is a no-brainer.
0: Sure, yep. absolutely. Now, in terms of that dashboard, then is that customizable? As far as you know, oh, I want I want to see this. I want to see that. But some other business is going to say, well, th- this is what I want up front, and yes. and I, how I want to see it.
1: Great question. And uh, you know, certainly, why I think this partnership makes so much sense is we uh, customized this uh, UI, as it's called, user interface, uh, with your brand, uh, Green Industry Pros. Uh, and Green Apps it's, it's, is the product's name. But we also have the ability to move around your data t- tiles, as they're called. So if you want to see your uh, bank balances, which most small businesses do first, right. they're on top. Your marketing data, like website visits, open on your newsletters, new Facebook followers, maybe below that. We also have a drawer, uh, we call it, is where there's content coming from your team, your, your reporters, about you know uh, trending news, relevant information, and then we also will be sharing what are the top apps of the month. What what is our community using uh, regularly, so that we could share that news with the whole community. Sure. And so that's the the value and power of a network, right? Is hey, did you know that the most popular CRM tool for landscape architects is Zoho? Well. That's a good piece of news. If my peers are using it, it must be pretty good. Right. Uh, and then, lastly, um, uh, we have a, a app marketplace, so everyone knows what Google Store is or or, or Apple Store. Sure. Think uh, a curated Google Store for the landscaper. So we will have we have twenty five different categories from from. Um, you know, project management, to human resources, to real estate, sure. uh, and, and then, of course, uh, industry software like the tools we mentioned earlier. Sure. So you could go to this uh, marketplace and look at reviews from, uh, we're partnered with uh, uh, the leading review company called G2 Crowd out of Chicago. Right. And so we have thousands and thousands of reviews from fellow small business owners and as we grow this with the landscape community we'll have reviews from our own members sure so you could buy your software there uh, later this year
0: nice okay that's great yeah uh, in, ad- in addition to, to that customization uh, opportunity, then uh, you're talking about a lot of data moving around and, and coming from different sites. So, from a security standpoint, is there uh, yes. is there an aspect of Green Apps or Square Stack, I guess, that that uh, is involved with that part?
1: Absolutely, cybersecurity is the number one issue uh, that comes up when people want to uh, uh, onboard and register, mm-hmm. and it it should be. I mean, uh, with all the uh, you know, disruptors, black hats—they call them or trying to uh, get behind firewalls and steal data. Uh, we have done several things to address that. Again, my my CTO, uh, MIT certified, um, and uh, also a SaaS software expert. Uh, we've done several things. Well, first of all, we're on uh, AWS, um, um, Amazon uh, Web Services. Fortune 500 companies depend on their infrastructure and platform for security. So that's bucket number one. And uh, bucket number two, we're partnered with the leading, uh, uh, what's called, um, financial uh, API aggregator. API is the magic connections for all the data. Uh, And it's called Plaid, P-L-A-I-D. And they're world-renowned for their security because they manage nothing but financial security and in financial software transactions sure so they're that second layer and then we do all the basic best practices about double double verify your 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 credentials and so we believe uh, we're market best practices but we're going to continue to invest time and capital in making sure data's safe
0: sure well and all the protections from the existing apps that you're pulling together still is is, is there in as place.
1: well. Yeah, uh, in our world of, of technology, uh, we're called sometimes middleware. Okay. We're like a layer that can bring everything together. Sure. So we're not uh, replacing all those software tools. We're actually adding more value and connecting them. Sure. So uh, I know it's a bit of a technical term uh, uh, for the audience, but nonetheless, you know, this is uh, what many uh, smart businesses are doing is wanting to aggregate
0: all their tools. Sure, sure. Well, because, I mean, like you said, that, that comes back to that, that that 30 minutes you were talking about is, oh, I'm opening QuickBooks, I'm opening this one, just yep. to check all of those things throughout the course of a day right. versus, here, I'm a landscaper, I'm going to call up my green apps, open it up, there's my dashboard, right. boom, I've there's my bank statement, okay, yeah, oh, look, I picked up 50 new likes on Facebook, cool, mm-hmm. that's great, all right, close it up, off we go. Right. Now, here's, here's another question to that, though. Being landscapers, they are outdoors a lot. Yes. Uh, a lot of these micro-businesses, they are owner-operators, so they are out in the field. Yes. There's times where they want to check that stuff on the, in the field. So yes. can they pull it up on their phone and be checking all this stuff?
1: Great question again. I mean, uh, in our research, we actually asked them how many hours a day do, do, do your uh, readers spend on the go versus in the office. Sure. And it's actually it's pr- pretty even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and was surprising. Yeah, I thought they would be more out. Yeah. Uh, but here's, uh, yes, we are uh, what's called uh, native uh, uh, smartphone uh, ready. Okay. So you'll see all your tiles in, you know, readable, fashionable form. All the navigational tools work in that environment. Okay. But what we do know, and this is across every market we, we work in now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the heavy lifting of data or, or software work is always in the office it's sure. on a desktop laptop uh, you know I, uh, iPad mm-hmm. uh, but in the field it's quick reference right right so uh, is this worker supposed to be on this uh, 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 facility right right or did I order the right uh, f- seed uh, right or uh, wait a minute, I have to check on uh, the full delivery dates, right, or you need to check in the office uh, or into your software about did they pay the first payment before I start work. Right. Again, I, I'm trying to project myself in their seat, yeah. but again, it's, it's interesting, versus say professional services companies, they're always, uh, I guess intuitively, in the office. Sure. Whereas uh, the mobile fields like general contractors, uh, uh, waste management uh, companies, uh, uh, landscapers—they're mostly in the field, right. and we actually, uh, in our research, believe they're more, uh, more open to this kind of tool because of that mobility.
0: Well, and it's—it's it's funny you say about how the heavy lifting is done more at the office, because I was surprised to see that more of uh, the landscapers' engagement in terms of uh, technology and, and that was on a, on a laptop or a, or a PC versus their phone or a tablet, right. which is what I antici- I expected it to be higher use of their phone or a tablet yep. because of that mobility yep. aspect, but
1: most of them said, no, it's in the office on a- Right. At- well, let me share one of our first pilot partners is uh, in Wisconsin here too. It's a P- P10, P- Professional Tool Equipment News, and they serve repair shops. Okay. So in our research and in the usage data we have now, it's not outside or inside, it's the bay and the office. Sure. And so what we found, same sort of criteria, you know, five, six people tops. Right. Uh, the owner is under, under, under the rack fixing things. Yep. So uh, in this case they're using industry software like Chilton Tool or Napa when they're in the bay on a, 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 not a phone, but a small, uh, smaller device. Uh, and then after his morning shift there, he's, he walks over to his dirty office and he's on his laptop looking at financials and ordering more parts and oil. and So it's interesting. We're gonna learn more about this sort of uh, where they are in space uh, that will drive uh, our User interface improvements and just one more quick story, if you don't mind me Absolutely. blabbing, is uh, we literally had one of those guys uh, filming uh, our what we call Square Stack Circle group. It's our first fifteen users, and we filmed them all day. You know, you know, we we wanted to know, you know, when they were going to paperwork, when they were going into this is pre Square Stack and post Square Stack. Okay. You know how how much time they needed get into tools sure so we got down that molecular and the actual using of technology
0: well and i think going forward it will be interesting to find out for the for the uh, landscapers how uh from a timing perspective what that uh timing will mean to have all that stuff into one spot and, right you know and how and how uh, well they will be able to monetize that
1: right and and you know just uh You know, I started my career, you know, as a boomer where, you know, I didn't even have a computer or email, and here I am. Uh, So there's hope. Uh, Is uh, This uh, son of a friend of mine who was a publisher as well, uh, coincidentally, he started an online coffee espresso machine store. He's 25. He has eight, nine pieces of software. And he manages his business when he's fishing or uh, skateboarding, whatever he does, from nine pieces of software. And he makes all his money selling espresso, espresso machines. So uh, I have a son who's a, a freshman studying movie technology. And he's already coding off a coding shift gig website, where he's making you know a few hundred bucks a week through a piece of software uh, job site coding. So we're talking about his college education and you know he may not need one because he may monetize himself via this cloud right. uh,
0: infrastructure. Isn't yeah. that wild? Well and that's I mean that that's the interesting thing is is there is all of this technology and all these apps that that are out there. So even after having this discussion and, and realizing this like this is kind of a must. I mean you you, you have to do it. Why is it so hard for the small businesses to jump on the bandwagon, though? Yes,
1: well, just to give you some numbers, uh, there's a half a million uh, business apps, as far as we can tell, and it's growing every year because the cost of building software becomes less because of the cloud, because of uh, governments and venture capital and all the investments being made, and there's smart people in every industry. Some crew of young guys say there's gotta be a better way to build a landscapers suite right sure. so so all that's just going to continue to grow and so you need guess what a curator an editor to to hone down the trusted choices and, and 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 uh hold their hand and that's what we hope to do with green apps and in your team's leadership um but i think what holds them back is what holds back any entrepreneur i've started four businesses from scratch Mm-hmm. either funded by venture capital or my own money. Uh, I can share the successes and the failures but but at the end of the day you, you kind not of come to the game with your built-in uh, habits, right? And I think one of the hardest habits, at least for uh, generation, gen, generationally uh, boomers, is this sort of fear of technology, right? It, it's like it's the geeks over here, and I don't understand them, and they only show up when, when there's a fire. Um, that has, that's slowly changing. Mm-hmm. Some may not make it, but I think most intellectually are starting to get the fact that, you know, this isn't as hard as I thought it was. And by the way, I just mentioned to you all the work we did to make it easy, times 500,000. Those, all those companies, are spending real money on user experience. So they know that they must convince the Luddites, the, the fearful, of you know, entering their name uh, and then adding their email address and following the prompts. It's all being created with this idea that we need to convince the fearful or the hesitant or the uh, cynical.
0: I think another aspect of that is, you know, for, for our audience here is uh, the idea that, I mean, te- technology, uh, like, you, like you said, it is de- definitely generational. There's the, the boomers that are afraid of it. There's the Gen Xers like myself that... I don't want to say embrace it, but kind of go okay. Yeah, we get it, yeah. sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then you know, and then as you go down the line into the millennials and, and the Zers and whatnot, they, they that's they have uh, no expectation but to be using technology. Right, there's no know. other way. And but the landscapers in particular, they're just. Uh, I, I think you hit the nail on the head early on in the conversation. It's it's that craftsman idea of. They want to be outdoors and things, but really with the embracing of technology, it's the you have to be a business. It's not just about being outdoors and, and enjoying right. that aspect. You're running a business. Right. And, and that's where the technology yeah, comes in. And I in. think,
1: you know, in all due respect, uh, you know, I grew up in, in a city neighborhood in Chicago and a lot of my f- friends growing up are tradesmen and and union workers and and um, uh, uh, they Went into crafts, right, and, mm-hmm. and and that's what drove them. And they up until say 2000, you you could make a hugely great living just doing that, and not really worry about business. Right. I, I think that's a fair. That's that's yeah. fair. Yeah. But with all those things I just mentioned to you, competitive, uh, the vendors, uh, you know, the small vendors being uh, shuttered, and the big boys owning so many market segments, Mm -hmm. you're getting all these pressures from your constituents, your your customers, vendors, your partners, your employees that, you know, you you gotta embrace the business side of things. I mean, some of us have ingrained more business sense than say craft sense. Uh, So they're always gonna be that, uh, you know, I'm an artist, I'm a craftsman first, but if you could take the pain out of the business, uh, administrative duties, uh, and still spend a good amount of your time crafting. I think that's that sort of holy grail for the the latter uh, careerist.
0: Absolutely, right for sure. Yeah. So with that with that in mind, and just from that from that aspect, and just for the overall, uh, uh, what would you say is the key point then for for a landscaper to look at and go? you know, there's, I, I see that green apps link on, on uh, green industry pros. Yes. Um, what, what's, uh, what, what's your biggest recommendation as yes. to why should they be clicking on that?
1: Yes. So, uh, it's really a simple onboarding process, uh, uh, like kick the tires, as they say, just get in. And there's, you probably know, already have several apps as we call them already. And so they're likely, you know, your accounting software, your banking, your vendors. Uh, all you have to do is click on, sign in your name, and there's a concierge service, we call it white glove service, where if you are having a challenge or, or embarrassed about onboarding yourself, which it's easy to do, you could book an appointment with our Green Apps customer service executive, who'll walk you through loading your apps and giving you a full tour through the whole system. So. You know, you could be in and out in five minutes, have your current data and uh, passwords all aggregated in one place. And then of course you get the great news from your team every day. And uh, uh, you'll be able to get to your work wherever you are in five less minutes a day. And of course, see your data. So it's that simple. And you get 60 days. Just kick the tires and learn more. We send alerts on other software you can add. Uh, uh, You can uh, buy another app if you'd like um, and add it to the stack. But you're gonna have this great uh, community of learning coming from uh, the Green Industry Pro team via Green Apps.
0: And and part of you you mentioned you know it's the finance and p- pieces and those those types it's it also gets down into like the social media ones I mean it's yes. it's your Facebook your Twitter accounts and everything yes Twitter
1: Instagram uh, LinkedIn again LinkedIn is probably not that important for this market uh, you're more marketing to consumers yeah uh, so uh, yeah all the social media we have over fifteen hundred apps connected. Okay. And again, there's half a million, we've got a long way to go, sure. but it's the old 80-20 rule, right? Sure. There's, uh, we've ensured that the top uh, five, 10 apps in each of those 25 categories are activated. So uh, even if we don't have one of your apps, you could list it and we will put it in the queue and, and add it to the system. So uh, we're looking for feedback from our users. Uh, you know, uh, The more we serve them, uh, uh, the better the system is. Okay, so so
0: if you have so if they sign up and they're using apps A B C D that are in, but they've got X Y and Z that or or X Y even that that aren't uh, compatible with right. green apps yet, they can let you know, and you'd be able to yes. Uh, Yes, least... we
1: yes we, we uh, every di- every day every week we're adding new apps okay. and w- what is powering those decisions is our users again I mentioned we're in the auto repair industry we're in the architecture uh, texture industry we're in the minorities so we serve uh, uh, like the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce sure a uh, US Chamber of Commerce is our largest partner sure. they're in every industry right right uh, so right. Uh, uh, and we have a legal partner launching and uh dental believe it or not we're working with a dental association okay guess what there's another perfect example a craftsman although i wouldn't call him one because it's painful (laughs) but but uh, a dentist typically is a one-off uh office sure and they are absolutely small business owners and uh so again we're, we're not trying to make them better dentists we're better business executives absolutely
0: Okay. Uh, any final thoughts you want to offer then? No, just to... I mean,
1: uh, listen, uh, we would love to hear from the audience. Uh, I'm looking forward to this series of, 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 of meetings with you and uh, your team. And uh, we have a book, uh, of course, I mentioned earlier, Appify Your Business. Thank you for the plug. Sure. Uh, but we're, uh, we're on Amazon, but we give the book free to anybody who signs up for SquareStack. And it's a A lot of what we talked about, it's a handy guide to, you know, really embracing the cloud and what handy, practical, pragmatic steps you can take to get yourself on this bandwagon. And, um, uh, again, part of our mission is to teach and uh, and, uh, curate, as, as we talked earlier, the kind of technology information they need to run their business successfully. That's it for this
0: edition of the Grassroots Podcast. Thanks again to Bill Furlong for taking the time to talk with us today. And remember to tune in bi-weekly for another Fresh Cut episode of the Grassroots Podcast by GreenIndustryPros.com.